Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Booyah! In this episode, we're going to review actual fantasy basketball trades. Welcome to Game Pick Fantasy Basketball. I am your host, your brother, your man, Robin Marks. You can connect with me on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter at Game Pick Podcast. Also, join our community. You can connect with us on Discord. All you have to do is visit bit.ly slash Game Pick Discord. Now, today is a very special episode. This is the first time ever in the history of Game Pick that we're actually going to be streaming here on YouTube, but also streaming over here to my people on TikTok. So this is going to be really fun. I got my, my light set up, mad professional. You see how we rolling up in here, just doing my best. I'm a one-man army, one-man show. However, I do roll with a deep community. So if you are tuning in, chances are you are a game pick aficionado. We appreciate you. We're going to crush your league this year. But let's get into some business. So I got a lot of people who are reaching out to me on the Discord and on TikTok asking me this question. Robin, I want to move blank player. Who should I trade him for? And that's a really difficult question to answer, right? So for me, I said, well, Robin, how can you actually serve your community, find a way to give them the answers that they're seeking? And honestly, I <laughs> I had an interesting conversation with my therapist and we talked about what um, brings me joy and why am I doing the things that I do, especially with Game Pick. And it all stems from serving you guys and helping you to win. I got a message from a kid early on today and he said, yo, I love your content. You're helping me in my league. You're helping me win games. That's what it's about. So I'm here to help you win. I'm not keeping this information to myself. I want to share it because it's public knowledge. It's just that people don't want to share it with you. So with that being said, if you are rocking with me in YouTube, what I want you to do is just write where you're checking in from. If you're rocking with me um, in on TikTok, do the same thing. Also, if you have questions on YouTube or TikTok, just go ahead and write those in the comments. At the end of the show, I'm going to answer all questions. So now let's go ahead and dig into this. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to share my screen and pull up and pull up a um a website that actually has a list of actual trades that occurred recently. Like it's going down right now. So it's Yahoo and it's called Trade Market for Fantasy Basketball. So basically here, let me go ahead and blow this up so you can see it. So basically here, make sure I have the right view, actually. I want to make sure you guys can still see. All right, great. So here you can go through and actually view the most recent trade. So for example, the most recent trade that occur, uh, occurred today was 
Mo Bamba straight up from Malcolm Brogdon. So that's a, an actual trade that occurred on March, on January 20th. It happened today at some point this evening, most likely, right? So even right here, you can see that you could, th this is listed for all of the one-for-one -one trades. Or well, actually, that's all of the trades. If you wanted to, you could just list all of the one-for-one -one trades. You could also list just the multiplayer trades. And you could also do what we're going to do tonight, which is go over specific players that people are trying to move right now. So I'm going to go through a few names that I have. If you have people you want me to review, please drop them in the comments and I'll go back and check them. Same thing for my people on TikTok. So why don't we jump right in? So the first person, this one is from my man, Get Shrek 5. This is from Get Shrek 5. And he actually wants us to figure out who are some trade targets that we can, we can um, send some offers to see if we can move Russell Westbrook. So let's take a look at Russell Westbrook trades. So here we go. So Russell Westbrook, the last trade that went down for Russell Westbrook was Russell Westbrook straight up for Karis LeVert. So let's talk about that. So for me, listen, I'm 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 no, you know, I'm no Russell Westbrook stan, but I do know that Russell Westbrook traditionally, right? Traditionally, Russell Westbrook will pick up in the second half of the season, right? This happened when he played for Houston. This happened when he played for Washington. He started off slow and then he picked it up. So there's value in Russell Westbrook. Karis LeVert is the epitome of a sell-high candidate. He has been putting up ridiculous numbers, largely in part because Malcolm Brogdon was out. You know what I'm saying? And now... With Miles Turner out. Now Sabonis just went out, right? There's gonna be tons of opportunity for him to con continue to produce. So it's reasonable to look at Karis Levert as a good matchup for a trade with Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? So I do believe that's a fair trade. Now, my question is um, based on your team needs. Is a shooting guard is a shooting guard slash small forward like Karis Levert gonna work for you? And also, are you willing to take the risk that down the stretch his numbers decline a bit because come playoff time, Sabonis is back, maybe Miles Turner is back if he doesn't get traded, and then you have a health a healthy Malcolm Brogdon. So that's what you have to think of. So on this particular trade for Karis Levert for Russell Westbrook, I wouldn't make that trade. Um, I think. If I wanted to do a trade for Karis LeVert, um, I would ask for another piece. So if there was another piece included, I would consider it. But I wouldn't um, actually do that trade straight up. So let's go to another one. I think I'll just keep my screen as is so that way um, I could just see what other options are out there. So a trade went down for Russell Westbrook for Lonzo Ball. I think with Lonzo's injury, I don't I don't think that was a wise trade. And honestly, that trade happened twice today. It happened uh, two times today. Two, two different owners, two sets of owners moved Russell Westbrook straight up for Lonzo Ball. I don't think that that's a good trade. Now, here's a, some packages that occurred. We had Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and John Collins. And John Collins go for LeBron James and Vucevic. Guys. I think 
it happened right here. So Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, John Collins for LeBron James and Vucevic. I think that is entirely too much to pay for LeBron James and Vucevic. I think it's it's highway robbery. I don't I don't like that trade at all, and I would not have made that deal. The next trade is Russell Westbrook and P.J. Tucker and Malik Beasley for Will Barton, Jordan Clarkson, and Cade Cunningham. Now we're talking. So let's talk about this one. I think this is a, a, a reasonable one to discuss here. So let's let's say the other guys, um, let's say the P.J. Tucker, Malik Beasley on the Russell side and the Jordan Clarkson and Will Barton, let's say that they were non-factors. Let's look at the two best players in the trade, which is Cade Cunningham and Russell Westbrook. Would I trade Russell Westbrook straight up for Cade Cunningham? That's a good one. Uh, let, let's think about it. So for Russell Westbrook, again, he has the possibility of taking off later on in the season, right? For Cunningham, he's all upside, baby. He's 100% upside. You know, there's no telling, like, if he's really, really unleashed his potential. So I think that someone like a um, Cade Cunningham would be a reasonable offer. You know what I mean? I think his, his, um, his upside is so high that you could get, you know, like top value on the back end of the trade come playoff time. So for me, I think I might actually take that one. And it's risky, but I'll take it. And I think that's why I'll take it, because I have those things. So let's move along. Let's do one more Russell Westbrook trade. And then I'm going to look at some of these comments that are coming in. So um, this one is good. Let's go down to this one. Let I'll let you guys see this one on the screen. So we got an offer here, Russell Westbrook for DeMar DeRozan. I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook and DeMar DeRozan for LaMelo Ball. Russell Westbrook and DeMar DeRozan for LaMelo Ball. So first of all, I'm going to say LaMelo Ball is a generational talent. Hands down, no ifs, ands, buts, or maybes. He's averaging, I believe, 19 points a game, seven assists, seven rebounds. He's like the truth. He's a fantasy dynamo. He's a real-life um, embodiment of Pistol Pete Maravich. He's just like one of my favorite players to, to watch. Him and John Morant, some of my favorite players to watch. Now, is he worth Russell Westbrook and DeMar DeRozan? Let's do a little triage. Let's check this out. DeMar DeRozan has been slipping a little bit. He started out very strong, one of the top players in fantasy, and now he's having a bit of a decline, right? He's coming more true to what we know of him in fantasy. He's not a, a guy who's going to put up big-time fantasy points every single night like, he's, like he did for the first part of the season. He's coming down to earth. Russell Westbrook is at the lowest of low right now. Actually, his last game with the Lakers, his coach benched him. Frank Vogel benched him in the last few minutes of the game, which has never happened in his career. This is an NBA MVP. He, he can average a triple-double. He's one of the top 75 players in NBA history. 
Like he's that guy. And he was just recently benched in his hometown playing for his favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers. So what does that do for his value? It sinks it dramatically. So DeMar plus Russell equals LaMelo. Honestly, if you look at current production, the way things are going, LaMelo stock is super high and both of those players stock is very low. I would say that it's a reasonable trade. It's not veto worthy or anything crazy. However, I do believe that it's a little bit too much. I wouldn't pay that much for LaMelo, not those two guys. Maybe I would do a, um, a player like Russell Westbrook plus a Karis LeVert, for example, something like that. That might work. Or maybe even a little lower tier, like Isaiah Stewart, maybe a little lower. But I think that's giving up way too much. So I am not making that trade. Okay, so let's move on from Russell Westbrook. Let's go ahead and take a look at what we got here. Let's talk about Cade Cunningham. We did a few trades with Cade with the Russell Westbrook, but let's see what people are doing out there in Yahoo uh, for Cade Cunningham. And this comes directly from my main man, Donut Boy, Big Shot Donut Boy. So Cade Cunningham. Okay, there goes Cade. Let's view his trades. Okay, so the first trade that comes up, whoa, there's not much action for, for Cade. Whoa, let's talk about this one right at the bottom here. Cade Cunningham straight up for Steph Curry. Cade Cunningham straight up for Steph Curry. Guys, are we serious right now? Come on now. Come on now. We can't be doing that. Is that happening out there? That can't be happening in these fantasy streets. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Cade Cunningham straight up for Steph Curry. Let me think about it. Am I tripping? Let me know in the comments. Do you? Am I tripping? Am I tripping? Please let me know. Let me see what my YouTube people are saying. I saw a few comments. Let me. Look, 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 what's happening? They go, my man, Donut Boy. What's good, Donut Boy? You see that one? Cade Cunningham straight up for Steph Curry. I don't. I, I wouldn't do that trade. And also, I think, I think that's a bad trade, man. I'm. I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, no, no. So let's review a more realistic one. <coughs> this one is not realistic, but we're going to go over it. Cade Cunningham straight up for Herbert Jones. Now, if you're looking for ideas on who to move for Cade Cunningham, I think looking at players like Herbert Jones would be a good look if you could get your trade partner to add an additional piece. So for example, Cade Cunningham for Herbert Jones and Tobias Harris, maybe not Tobias Harris. That might be a little too high. Maybe Herbert Jones um, and maybe a player like, um, what's my man's name? I don't want to say how. Well, maybe Halliburton because Halliburton's injured. Maybe Halliburton. Like making a play, using Cade, a healthy Cade, to make a play on an injured player like Tyrese Halliburton, like Zach Levine, like Sabonis. You might get somebody to bite. So maybe a straight up trade 
Um, but in terms of Herbert Jones, another player in that range is Herbert Jones would be fine if you did a two for one. But um, it doesn't look like many people are making trades for Cade Cunningham. Those trades all happened today. Yeah. So we had another multiplayer deal, which was Cade Cunningham, Will Barton, and Jordan Clarkson for P.J. Tucker. That's the same trade we just reviewed, actually. So, yeah, not a lot happening for that one. So we're going to go to Donut Boy's next um, recommendation. We're going to talk about another injured player. Our main man, the brow, Anthony Davis. Let's see what people are doing for Anthony Davis over in the trade market. So for Anthony Davis, let's see what we got. Okay, so we, we got some goodness here. So let's talk. Okay, so we had off the first trade up here is Anthony Davis straight up for Jason Tatum. I like that one. So here's the thing about Anthony Davis. When he's healthy, which is like the biggest question with him, right? When Anthony Davis is questioned, is, is healthy, he is arguably one of the top players in fantasy and in basketball. This is a guy in points leagues that's putting up 70 points, 80 points, like it's no, like it's nothing, right? But like I said at the beginning, if he's healthy, which in recent years, he has not been. Where you know he's taken on the title Mr. Glass. People are rough on Anthony Davis. And you know what they say, the best ability for an for an athlete is availability. And unfortunately, Anthony Davis hasn't been available and it sucks. So my question is, is Jason Tatum's little dip that he's having in the last few days worth trading him for Anthony Davis? For my Anthony Davis owners, it happened. So I would make that offer. If someone wants to bite, send it out there and see what happens. I'm going to do a whole a video about a strategy that I use to execute trades, and I'll show you how you can do that in a future video. But for this one, just a quick tip. When you send um, Anthony Davis over for Jason Tatum, most likely if your, um, if your trading partner is capable of running his team, he won't make that trade. He'll be like, nah, you're bugging. I'm not doing that. So if he rejects the trade, that's the beginning of your negotiation. So what I would recommend is throwing them a two-for-one, just add a, a lower-tier uh, player with Anthony Davis to see if you can close a deal like that, okay? So let's go into the next one. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis straight up for Bam at a Bayou. Anthony Davis straight up for Bam at a Bayou. So I'm not mad at that trade. I think it's, it's okay, again, with Anthony Davis being out right now. I think the BAM owner maybe paid a little too much considering Davis is out and he's not going to be back for a little while. However, the two players, if it's a dynasty league, I'm not mad at that at all. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. I wouldn't personally move at a bio for Anthony Davis, but I think that's a trade you could throw out there. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Anthony Davis for Kyrie Irving and Jonas Valachunas. I think that the Kyrie owner paid a little too much for an injured player. However, I think this is a good starting point if you have AD. Um, if you're interested in getting a big man to replace him, getting someone like Valachunas, I think is a good deal if you can get a secondary piece. I don't think that most owners would give you a Kyrie and Jonas Valachunas, but it's possible. 
I would look at um, trying to obtain a player like maybe Karis Levert and Valachunas for AD. Two two for one could work and, and throw those uh, offers out there to see if anyone would bite. But remember, anytime you're negotiating a trade, always start low. Always start low, okay? Oh, man, this is a blockbuster. I, I, I don't think this is going to be relevant to you guys, but we're going to go over it anyway. So we got Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Darius Baisley, Kevin Porter Jr., and Garrison Matthews for Jimmy Butler, Lonzo Ball, Grayson Allen, Jonathan Kaminga, Corey Kispert. This is a super fleece. This is no good. This is like veto worthy. Like, what are you do? What are we doing here? So Jimmy Butler and Lonzo Ball on one side. Lonzo's out. He's going to be out for a while. He might not be back for the fantasy playoffs. Then you have a bunch of players that are non-factors. On the other side, you have Giannis and AD. That's ridiculous. Like that, that's the kind of stuff that makes me frustrated about fantasy basketball. That we have players making just ridiculous trades. And don't get me wrong, I, I don't believe in vetoes. I don't think that you should veto trades. I think that if you have two, you know, um consenting uh owners, they should be able to negotiate without a commissioner meddling. However, I do believe that if a trade is vetoed, it should only be because of the league commissioner identifying it as collusion or just bad for the league. And a trade like this is really bad for a league. We're going to do one more um, AD trade scenario. Um, someone traded AD for Luka Doncic. We're not going to do that one. We're going to do this one. Anthony Davis and Terrence Davis, the Davis boys, the Davis boys. But both of their names are the same, so I figured it would be important. But um, Anthony Davis and Terrence Davis traded for Bobby Smyrda Portis and Shea Gildress Alexander. So let's look at the two best players in this trade. We got Anthony Davis and we have SGA. This, this makes sense to me. I like this. I don't believe that – I believe you could get more for um, SGA. So it would have to be – for me, it would have to be Anthony Davis plus one. So you could send this offer out. If you're an Anthony Davis owner, send out Anthony Davis straight up for SGA. If they don't accept that, send Anthony Davis and Terrence Davis for SGA. I told you I do. Okay, so we're going to move on to our next player. Um, this one is from my main man, David Vega. David Vega. We're going to look at some trades that include my main man, Scotty Barnes. Scotty, beat me up, Scotty. Okay, so let's look at Scotty Barnes trains. Oh, shoot, what did I do? Went all the way out. Scotty Barnes. Okay. So let's see what we got. First trade up for Scotty Barnes. Oh, I like this one. Scotty Barnes straight up for Rashawn Holmes. Now, this is a great, this is like a, a, a buy low, buy low. You know, both of these guys are underperforming. Um, to say the least, both of these guys are underperforming. And I believe that long-term, if I had to pick out of the two, I would lean towards the home side just because we've seen it from Holmes. We've seen Holmes perform consistently 
on a high level. Scotty Barnes is a rookie, and rookies have peaks and valleys their first year. For the most part, they'll have two or three good games, and they'll have a dud. One or two good games, two duds. It's going to be a roller coaster ride the first year. Even a player like Trey Young, a player like uh, Luka Doncic, a player like LaMelo Ball, their first year, they had peaks and valleys. They had really good games, but they had ups and downs. So for Scotty Barnes, you have to expect that. His start at the beginning of the season was bound to come down. It, it wasn't a sustainable amount of production that he was putting out. So now that he's kind of come back down to earth, this will be your opportunity to either grab him or if you want to and you're frustrated, you can move him. For Rashawn Holmes, I think that his numbers have been low because he hasn't had an opportunity to play. Even his last few games, if you look at his most recent games, it's because he was out for a couple of weeks. So now he's getting back into the system, getting back into, into the swing of things. He's going to get back to that level that we expect from him. So I think if you're the Scotty Barnes owner, this is a great offer uh, straight up for Rashawn Holmes. If you really want to um, start off high, maybe you could um, – if you're going to start a little low, maybe you could ask for more, like Rashawn Holmes plus one. And then if they're like declining, maybe bring it down to Scotty Barnes for Rashawn Holmes straight up. Okay. So let's look at another one. This one is um, interesting. Scotty Barnes for Montrez Harrell. I think that's a trade you can make if you wanted Harrell. I think the backcourt in Washington is a little cloudy. They have a lot of bodies there and not enough playing time. I think if there was a center on that team to prioritize it would be harrow so i'm not against making that move so if you really want to move scotty barnes that i think making a pitch for montres harrow would be the move again i would add another player to that mix you know what i'm saying uh, like a anthony simons like a two for one scotty barnes for montres and um you know Anthony Simons, if they didn't want it then maybe take one of the players off and see if they'll give one of them you know what i'm saying yeah. And that's how I would do it. Um, let's look at one more Scotty Barnes train, uh, trade. This one is interesting. Here we go. So we're going to do – I'll pull this one up so you can see it. We got Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi for Paul George and Miles Turner. So for me, I think that this is a fair deal. Like we have a couple of injured players in the mix. So um, – Paul, George, actually, my apologies. I, I don't think this is a fair trade. I, I didn't realize both injured players were on the same side. So you're trading two injured players, Paul George and Miles Turner. The only way I would even consider this trade would be in Dynasty. So I don't think this is a good trade. So if you're the Barnes owner, I'm not making a move for George because it's just too much risk. We don't know if he's coming back. And if he comes back, we don't know how long it's going to take take for them to, to ramp him up. So I'm going to stay away from that. Um, so let's look at one more reasonable one. Here we go. So we got Scotty Barnes and Thomas Bryant for Russell Westbrook. Can you target Russell Westbrook? I think the question to ask yourself is, do you want to target Russell Westbrook? Most of the people who are on the TikTok um, in the TikTok community, on the Discord, in the Discord community, even on YouTube, people are trying to sell Russell Westbrook. They want to move him. They don't want to hold him. They're trying to move on and like get some stability on their team. However, it could be an opportunity to buy low. Many people drafted Russell Westbrook in the third or fourth round, and Scotty Barnes went way later than that, like maybe eighth or ninth round, maybe even later, depending on the size of your league. 
So I would say that if you wanted to move Barnes, it would be a perfect opportunity for you to buy low on Russell Westbrook. And I think that's a trade that you could sell based on upside. Hey, man, I, like I, what you want for Westbrook? I don't know. Um, You know, what do you got? I'm willing to move Scotty Barnes. Uh, I don't know about Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, he's slumping right now. Hey, Scotty Barnes is all upside right now. Well, the, the sky's the limit for him. His ceiling is super high. Like you and Westbrook might be protesting and sitting out soon. He, he might be pulling a Ben Simmons soon the way they're treating him in L.A. Let's make this deal and see what you can get, because that's a realistic scenario. And I think if you do it the right way, you can have victory. Okay, so um, let me take a look. What Who else do we have? We have one more. We're going to do Jaron Jackson Jr. And that's from my main man, Donut Boy, again. And then we're going to go through those questions to see if folks um, have any questions in the chat. And then we're going to wrap it up. So Jaron Jackson trades. Let's do this. Exciting. Oh, not many. Not many. Okay, Jaron Jackson Jr. straight up for Nikola Vucevic. Okay, let's talk about this one. Mr. Vucevic, Mr. Vucevic, Mr. Jaron Jackson. Okay, so Jaron Jackson is a, a young star in the making. He needs some time to develop. He's not quite there yet, but he is a star in the making. And trading him straight up for Vucevic, I think, is a fair deal. Now, let's talk about it. Vucevic has been underperforming. He was brought into Chicago to be the stud that he was in Orlando, and he is not delivered. However, he is a nice piece to an ensemble cast that, you know, that is winning. It's an ensemble ca cast that is winning and winning a lot of games. So that um, experiment that they did in Chicago has been working out, and he is a valuable asset to a team. In the fantasy world, his his star is 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 getting dull and this would be a time to buy low on him however i don't imagine that he's going to be better than triple j i'd rather have triple j every day all day again he's a younger guy and the upside is going to be all over the place with him he 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 has the upside where nikola it's like it's it's almost like we're we're, we're seeing the end of his run he's his He's coming down now where uh, Triple J is ascending. So I would say, yes, that's a tra trade you can make. I wouldn't make it. The next one is a little more interesting to me. Let's talk about it. Jaron Jackson Jr. and OG Ananobi for James Harden. Oh, my goodness. Now we are talking. Now we are talking. So first of all, a two-for-one for James Harden is the way you trade James Harden. If you are the Harden owner, I'm not, if you're not giving me a first round guy, you got to give me two valuable pieces. So if you are the Triple J owner and you're trying to get Harden, I would send a similar offer, like a like him and an OG type person. But the thing about um, making those trades, you want to make sure that you start with, again, a lower piece. So I would send Triple J as my, primary piece, and then I would send a, a player maybe a step below um, OG Ananobi, somebody like Terrence Davis, like the second to third last player on your bench. Then if they reject it, 
then I'm going to come with Ananobi. Maybe I'd even include uh, Terrence Davis or somebody like that. And then um, if that didn't work, I would up the game. I would bring a, a bigger star. I would remove all of the players except for Triple J. And then I would bring a bigger star to try to see if I could get um, James Harden, someone like a Karis LeVert, a Malcolm Brogdon, someone in that level. So Triple J and Malcolm Brogdon, give me Harden. So I think first rounders in general, I think that's something that you guys could do. So I would, if you got Triple J and you're trying to move him, try to get James Harden. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to go ahead and check out some of these, some of these, Comments. So I got my people in the in the actual chat. If you guys do fresh chats, uh, they'll pop up here. I'm gonna test that out and see how it looks. But I'll read the old ones while we have it. So Manny seven four two three says, "I recently traded away Booker, Ingram, and Kyrie for Tatum and Garland. Do you think this is a fair trade? Do you think this is a fair trade?" This is a good one. So I recently traded away Booker, Ingram, and Kyrie for Tatum and Garland. So let's analyze it. First of all, the two best players in this trade are Tatum and Booker. I think that Tatum outweighs Booker. But if you include Ingram and look at it as like a two-for-one for Tatum, then I think the Booker side, whoever got Booker and Ingram is winning right now. Then you bring Garland in, and Garland kind of offsets it, right? So Garland is playing at a level where he is just as um, he is just as valuable as anyone else in this trade, right? So he's just as valuable. So I would say that Kyrie is the X factor in this trade. The fact that it's Booker, it's Ingram, and it's Kyrie that that would be the winning side for me. You know what I'm saying? I do think it's a fair trade. Um, because considering Kyrie is not going to be playing, he's not going to be playing all of the actual um, games. He's going to be a part-time player that his value is a little lower. Okay. So I think it's a fair trade. Um, so let's talk about Donut Boy's question. And Donut Boy, thank you so much for putting it in there. Did I miss what your opinion was on AD and Cade? Um, I actually went through trade scenarios, Donut Boy. So I didn't really give opinions on the two players in terms of keeping them, trading them, or you know, or or dropping them or whatever. Uh, but I did give some potential trade scenarios. You can check that on the replay, okay? But my opinion on both players, I think that Cade has tons of upside and could potentially, you know, be a league winner. And I think for someone like AD, because he's injured. It's a great buy low opportunity. If you're trying to move AD, you're not going to get value for him. So I'd recommend holding. Um, I have another question. Master of Gaming says, Russ or Fox for Rob Williams and Randall? Russ, Russell Westbrook, I'm assuming, not D'Angelo Russell, and Fox for Rob Williams and Randall. Who wins? I honestly think that the Russ and Fox side wins just because – I love Tom Lord. I think Rob Williams is the man. He's banged up right now. Um, he's been banged up. And Randall is having a down year. Compared to what he did last year, it is really a whole nother player. So I'm going to say that for me, I'm going to go with the Russ and Fox side. I'm going to get to your question, Nat. Let me just get to all of the questions that 
um, are in here before we move on. So Manny says, oh, that was a non-cat eight-man league. Thank you. Donut Boy says, yes, sir. David Vega, laugh. V Splash DOA. Yo, what's good? What's good, V Splash? I see you, my guy. Um, Nat322 says, I'm interested in seeing what people are giving for Embiid. Oh, okay. Uh, we can do that in the next one. I don't want to go back to Yahoo just because it's like the situation will be all wonky over there. But um, I'll definitely do that the next time. And Nat, if you're not there already, please join our Discord. You know what I mean? You guys could definitely um join us there all you have to do is go to bitly um slash game pick discord so david vega said what are people doing for allen i'm gonna do that in the next video best friend 19 pelio says luca for harden straight up i think that's a fair deal um who wins that side i think for for redraft leagues i think it would be harden i think harden would be the um Harden would be the win on for me. I think that with KD being banged up, with Kyrie not playing home games, I think that down the stretch, James Harden is gonna go ballistic. And I think that you're gonna see MVP season Harden. So I would take Harden in that trade. Master of Gaming 29 says, just traded Russ. Oh, we just talked about that. Russ and Fox for Rob Williams and Randall. Uh V Splash says, just traded Damar for Zach. Zach Levine. And Cole Anthony, win or loss? I think you won that one because DeMar has been kind of tapering off a bit. And Zach Levine, although he's injured, he's coming back pretty soon. And Cole Anthony, he's tapering off, but he showed us this year that he can actually produce on a high level. So for me, getting a two for one, because I think Zach and DeMar are comparable. I think like you could do a straight up for that. So you getting Cole Anthony, I think you won the trade. Um, Donut Boy said, did I miss that? Yep. We talked about that already. Okay, cool. I think I'm all caught up. So, thoughts on Ayo. Okay, so in Dynasty, this is my thing about him. So, he's come out of, he, he just came out of the woodworks in the last few games, right? I think that he is the kind of player that, will get an opportunity to audition for his future. He did not get an opportunity, and now injuries have led him to this place where he can showcase his ability, and he's got some ability. He's dropping numbers. So for Dynasty, especially if it's a deeper league, like a 14, 16-man, for sure. Even for a 12-man, I would grab him and see what happens. But with those kind of players... When Zach Levine gets back, you can expect that they'll regress. However, if he puts on a show and they want to create a role for him, he could eventually go on to become a stud somewhere if a player moves on from Chicago or if he goes to another team. So I say grab him. Go for it. Okay, what do I do with Al Horford? Oh, my God. I might have to do some. Let me, let me, do, some, let me do some sound effects for Al Horford. Let me do some Al Al Horford because I can't mess with Al Horford. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I can't mess with Al Horford, man. Like, I know, like, people grabbed him. I know people like him. I think Al Horford was a great player. I think in fantasy now, because of, you know, Rob Williams ascending to, you know, his true potential and being, like, the guy in the middle for Boston that 
having Al Horford is going to cripple your team because you don't know if you're going to get 15 minutes, if you're going to get 20 minutes, or if you're going to get five minutes. Like, I'm done. He's, he's Sometimes he doesn't sit. He, he doesn't play back-to-backs. Like, I'm not messing with Al Horford. Okay. So, sorry about that. No disrespect. And I think Al Horford is probably a really nice guy. I'm just saying for fantasy, nope, I can't do it. I can't do it. Nope. Okay. Oh, let me make sure I didn't miss anybody here. I did Luca for Harden. Williams is out with personal reasons, but he's back. Great. We talked about AO. Oh, when you answer questions, do you assume it's points league or cat? Typically, that's a great question, Master of Gaming. Thank you so much. So typically, the majority of my content is built around points leagues just because I believe there is a, there's a bit of scarcity in the fantasy world around points leagues. Most of the analysts are talking non-cat. They're talking category. Some of them are even talking roto, uh, roto. So for me, when I saw that, I wanted to fill the void to help people specifically with Sleeper's new app, Game Pick. Um, they, their game pick format on um, Sleeper, but also for points leagues on ESPN and Yahoo and Dynasty. We talk a lot of Dynasty at game pick. We got a bunch of Dynasty leagues. So if you're not in the um, Discord, please join us. We'd love to have you. Um, but yes, most of the answers I'm giving are with a points league mentality. However, if you want input on categories, if you're specific on your question, I can give you input as, as well there. And in the Discord, there is a uh, categories channel, okay? So on the waiver, I dropped Horford for Onika and Onyeka and dropped Poole for Ao. What do you think about that? Dropped Horford, yeah. Uh, first of all, Onyeka is that guy. I think that he has a bright future. I think Capella is injury prone. They might trade his butt, so he might have to go. And I think that Poole for Ao is a good move because Clay is starting to pick it up. So overall, I think like it was bold to drop Horford because the general consensus surrounding Horford is that you keep Horford, right? People believe that you keep. Horford, but he's, I'm just saying, just saying. Okay. Thoughts on my starting five. This is from David Vega. My boy. That's my boy, David Vega. That's my boy. I got to hit him with one of these real quick. Let me see. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? I got to hit him with this. That's my boy. That's my boy. Um, David Vega. Thoughts on my starting five. DeJounte, Cade, Ingram, Scotty. Jokic, 12-man dynasty. I think that's crazy. How did you get? uh, Is that a league we're in? Let me know in the chat, David Vega. Are we in the same league with that one? Because how did you get DeJounte and the Joker? Great job drafting. I love your starting five, man. You're killing it. You're killing it. Okay, so we're almost done here. So I'm going to go ahead and grab my phone. Give me one second because I want to get our TikTok questions going. Uh-huh. So I got to just grab the phone real quick. Let's see who we got here. Man, there's a bunch here. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to do this offline. I don't think I'm going to be able to go through all of this. So I'm going to come back to TikTok right after we finish on YouTube. And I'm going to answer all of those. I'm not going to do that like, like that. Okay. So 
So David Vegas said he got joke the Joker first and then DeJounte second round. Love it, love it. What do you think? This is from Arthur Asaf. Arthur, welcome to the crew, man. Please join us in the Discord. What do you think I should do with Lonzo? What do you think I should do with Lonzo? I think that's what you do. I think you got to chalk it up, man. You got to hold him and wait to see what happens because chances are you're not going to be able to move Lonzo for any value. I don't think that someone is going to make a trade with you where you're going to get any kind of value for Lonzo Ball right now. He might not make it to the fantasy playoffs. So what I would do is I would hold if you have an IR spot. I would send some offers out to see if you can get like someone in your league who maybe has LaMelo and wants to combine the brothers, some kind of like big baller brand stand. Like reach out to somebody like that. See if you can make the um the deal. But at the end of the day, it's just having a player like um Lonzo right now with those injuries. So thanks for that question. And please join us in the Discord. I'm going to just pull up the Discord real quick so folks can actually see that real quick. So remember, there it is right there. I'll keep that on the screen so that way you guys can uh, know where we at if you want to join us. And again, the, the, the community's grown really fast, man. I'm, I'm like, I, I feel so blessed to be able to connect with so many people who love fantasy basketball, man. This has been really great. And we're going to keep it going. This is just the start. That's why we're doing Dynasty because when summer comes, you know that feeling where after you finish the season, maybe you lost and you're like, oh, I'm done. Let me delete the app. I don't want anything to do with it. With Dynasty, we're going to be coming back every day. Like, yo, do you want to make a deal? And I just think it's going to be dope. So hold on, TikTok people. We're going to come to you. Don't don't leave. I want to keep this show um, at least no, no longer than an hour. So we're going to try to finish up soon. But let me see if I can get all of these questions answered. So Master of Gaming 29 says, Thoughts in a 12-team non-cat. Need depth badly. Traded Ja for Powell with no Dame. Goes crazy. Horford and Mikhail. Hmm. Hmm, that's a lot. So you traded Ja for Powell because there's no Dame. And you got Horford and Mikhail. So if I'm and, and just clarify for me, for me, Master of Gaming, you traded Ja for all of those players. If you did and you're looking for depth, I think it's a great move. Me personally, in category leagues, in points leagues, like any kind, like shoot, daily fantasy leagues, I'm not trading John Morant. I'm a bit of a stand though. I love John Morant, man. Like I'm crazy. Like he's my, man, he reminds me if like, it's like if Kobe Bryant had a baby with Russell Westbrook in their prime. Like prime Westbrook, prime Kobe had a baby. And the godfather was Allen Iverson. That's him. He's like Allen Iverson and Russ, Russell Westbrook and Kobe all mixed up together. I, I wouldn't have traded him. But, um, yeah, I think, again, you said you got all of those guys. I think that's a fair trade if you're trying to get depth. And especially in a category league, it's like the names and the points are not as valuable. Like, if you're getting killed in rebounds, you know, if you're getting killed in rebounds, but you're, like, going off in points, 
it, 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 it doesn't balance out. You need to find the balance in order to, you know, to win that. And I, and I don't think you can punt rebounds. Like, punting rebounds is like you, you, you can't win like that. So I would say if I were you, I would feel good about the trade. Me as a job fan, it makes me a little itsy bit sad. So that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Oh, Master of Gamer responded. I just feel like Ja is injury prone. No, like that's a fair argument. I, for me, I I always say you're injury prone until you're not injury prone. So he started out the year strong, had an injury, was out, and now he's bounced back and he hasn't been um injured again. So I I I could respect your argument. However, I believe that considering he's been healthy for the last number of weeks that that's the way I'm viewing him. I'm not, I, I, we can't play the game of what's going to happen. There are players that we know they're going to go down. But the thing about every player that goes down, they get back up. We just hope they, they get back up when we need them the most. AD, AD might be back for the fantasy uh, basketball playoffs. Um, Joel Embiid gets injured. But if he's healthy and playing the way he's playing in the fantasy playoffs, and I made the playoffs, we're good to go. So just be mindful of that as well, that you don't want to make moves based on things that didn't happen yet, okay? And David Vega says, Ja isn't injury prone, bro. Okay? Master of Gaming says, yes, that's very true. Ah, yes, just unlucky, just unlucky. I, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. And also, it might just be his bones. He might just need some milk. He just might need some milk. Okay. Um, can you do more dynasty sell high and buy low videos? David Vega, just for you, I'm gonna do that. But just be mindful for all my TikTok people, it's going down. I'm trying to pump out a bunch, I'm trying to pump out a lot of videos over the next 30 days. I've committed to really focusing in on the the, the TikTok page, so there's gonna be a lot of content. The thing about the buy lows and the sell highs, they take me a little more time to create. So I won't do as many of them, but I'll try to do one of those, at least one of those every single day. So one buy low, one sell high. Even I think I'm going to do, uh, you know, drop or keeps. Like, should we drop them? And also must add. So some of those different ideas, I have them up on the wall over here. Keeps, drops, sell highs, downloads, streams, and trade targets. So those are the kind of videos that we're going to be giving, like, tutorial or informational i should say informational content for you and then we'll sneak in replies to all of the comments or many of the comments and then also some trend videos so we'll do a nice mix okay so we got about 10 more minutes let me see how many questions we got here coach koje says yo yo what's good master of game gaming says i'm six seven though so i just six and seven i I'm six foot seven. No, I'm six and six and seven, Robin. <laughs> and you just need wins. Yeah, you need wins because you you look like you you might not make the playoffs, my guy. You got to get that together. You might not make the playoffs. You're gonna be like, if you don't get some wins soon. So yeah, you got to get desperate. Um, job reminds me of Prime D Rose. Mm, yes, I like that one. I like that one. I gotta hit you. With, I gotta hit you with one of these. 
I really like that. That's a really good way to look at Ja. I, I honestly, I talked about, I talk, I often talk about Iverson, Kobe, and um, Russ, but D Rose is another one. Yes, definitely. Like the shorter guy, but has springs out the wazoo, like can jump over the rim. Like that's a really good comparison. And honestly, I think he has a really good opportunity to be in the hunt for the MVP if they keep winning. Like they're winning. So I'm. I'm all about John, man. He's one of my favorite players. So Braden Peterson was good, my guy. And remember, guys, the, the information for the Discord is right there. Please join the Discord. And we're also doing a, a, a special contest right now. If you guys are in the Discord or if you're joining tonight, basically the person who invites the most people to our Discord server over the next few weeks, I think the deadline is February 14th, the information is in the announcements channel. I'm going to be giving you um, a free game pick podcast snapback. So the snapback hats are coming in and I'm going to give it to you for free. I'm going to mail it to you the whole nine yards. I just need you to invite some people to the discord. So look out for that. Uh, Braden Peterson says, what would you rate my team? Ja, Harden, OG, Mobley, Portis, Clay, Jalen Brown, Ingram, Valachunas, Brunson, Garland, Cole Anthony, Desmond Bain, Donovan Mitchell, 10-team points league. Whew, man. I love that you grab Harden and Ja. That's like your one and two, I imagine. Jalen Brown is up there. Ingram is up there. And Mobley, you probably got him late. And Garland, you probably got him late. Like, yo, I literally have Garland in probably about 80% of the leagues that I'm in. I, I snatched him up early. People were like, what are you doing? Look at him now. So I'm going to say your, 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 your squad is amazing. I'm going to give you an A+. And also, I'm going to say... Um, if it's a 1 to 10, I'm going to give you a 10. That's a really, really good roster. Um, David Vega is back, and he says, man, I play you in fantasy next week, bro. Embiid is going crazy in the 16-man. He is going absolutely haywire. Like, it's the craziest thing, yo. I I, I love it. I'm, I'm really, you know, hey, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm just happy i got him on my team and master of gaming said you should trust you know what master of gaming yo that's crazy that you said that because i was thinking about that today i was like i'm gonna put a poll up in the discord and ask guys do you guys want me to because i can simulcast this on both youtube and twitch are people are you guys more if you're on twitch more we could do that that's a, all i have to do is actually create an account and flip a switch so it's not that hard. So listen, I have five minutes left. Five minutes left before I get off. Let me go ahead and close out this little chat overlay thing we have here. Stop sharing my screen. Just talk to my people. So um, I want to do a couple of quick reminders. Please remember that you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Game Pick Podcast. You can join the Discord server at bit.ly slash Game Pick Discord. Last but not least, support the Patreon. It's only a couple of bucks. And what you get is access to my monthly Dynasty rankings. And also, you'll get 20% off 
any game pick um, swag or merchandise that we'll be coming out with. And also, you'll get access to a quick response channel on Discord. So, like, Robin, I got a trade coming. Oh, my God, I got to make this trade. Beep, beep, beep. Here you go. And I'll respond immediately. So, please, make sure you guys consider um, supporting the Patreon. All you have to do is visit patreon.com slash podcast. Listen, I appreciate you being here with us. I want to thank you so much. Also, I want to let you know that I am here to help you crush your league. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe if you got any value from this video. I hope you absolutely crush it this week. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit